Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian, io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, sono Francesca. Buongiorno, sono Katie. E come state oggi? Io direi sì, bene, bene, grazie. Diresti bene? Sì. <ride> Molto bene, e Katie come stai? Oggi sto benissimo, e tu Mark come stai? Oh, non c'è male oggi, sono un po' stanco, ma a parte quello, tutto bene. Before we move on, I'd like to pick up on something that Francesca said there in her introduction. She said, I would say that I'm quite well today. What did you say? Direi bene. Direi, that means I would say. A new word for you then. Allora, cosa impariamo oggi? Francesca, puoi spiegarci? Sì, oggi facciamo una conversazione al telefono. Perfetto. Informale. Informale, molto importante perché la settimana scorsa abbiamo fatto una conversazione formale, non è vero? Sì, è verissimo, bravo, ricordi bene. Grazie, Katie, capisci bene? Do you understand what's going on here? Un po', sì. Puoi spiegare? Can you explain? Well, Francesca said something about an informal conversation on the phone. Una conversazione informale. Giusto. And I said something about la settimana scorsa, which was last week. Abbiamo fatto una conversazione formale. So, last week we... 
did a, a formal conversation on the e- phone. Esatto. Abbiamo fatto. We learned last time, ho chiamato. I have called. Abbiamo fatto would be we have done. How would you say I have done, Katie? Ho fatto. Perfetto. Mamma mia. <laughs> okay, before we get into all this grammar, I think we should start the lesson. Cominciamo. Sì. Allora, questa conversazione informale. Francesca, puoi spiegare chi è chi? Who's who? Sì. Io sono Giovanna. Okay. Tu sei Mark. Molto interessante. Sì, sì. E tu, Mark... Vuoi parlare con mio marito Vincenzo? Okay, Katie, can you explain this a little? Well, I think Mark is phoning Giovanna, Giovanna, uh-huh. to speak to her husband Vincenzo. Molto bene, molto bene. So, mio marito is my husband. My husband. Mm-hmm. So, I am phoning to speak to Vincenzo. Okay, siamo pronti? Pronti, sì. Pronto? Ciao Giovanna, c'è Vincenzo? Eh, scusa, ma chi parla? Ah, scusa, sono Mark. Come stai? Ah, Mark, ciao. Tutto bene? E tu? Sì, molto bene, grazie. Allora, è Vincenzo a casa? Eh, no, Vincenzo non è qui. È uscito. Ah, va bene. Puoi richiamare più tardi? Certo. Buona serata. Grazie anche a te. Ciao. Allora, facciamo questa conversazione ancora una volta. Let's do the conversation one more time. Pronto? Ciao Giovanna, c'è Vincenzo. E scusa, ma chi parla? Scusa, sono Mark. Ah, Mark, ciao, come stai? Tutto bene, grazie. E te? Eh sì, tutto bene, grazie. Allora, Vincenzo è a casa? Eh no, Vincenzo non è qui, è uscito. Ah, va bene. Puoi richiamare più tardi? Sì, certo, buona serata. Ok, buona serata anche a te, ciao. So hopefully that conversation made sense to our listeners and indeed to you, Katie. Can we go through the different parts of the conversation, please? First of all, Francesca said... Pronto. Hello. And then I said, ciao Giovanna, c'è Vincenzo. Hi Giovanna, is Vincenzo there? Exactly. So c'è, literally, there is or is there. Is there Vincenzo? Is Vincenzo there? And then Giovanna said something interesting. Scusa, ma chi parla? Katie, can you work that out? Mm, excuse me, but who's speaking? Who's speaking? Chi parla? Parla, of course, from the verb. Parlare. Parlo, parli, parla, parliamo, parlate, parlano. So, chi parla? Who is speaking? And then I said, uh, scusa, Giovanna, sorry, Giovanna, sono Mark. It's Mark. And remember, you say sono because you're saying I am Mark. Literally, you don't say è Mark, it's Mark. In English, we would say it's Mark. But in Italian, we need to use that first person singular of the verb, sono Mark. Then after that, we did a little bit of how are you, come stai, tutto bene, and all that kind of thing. And then I said, allora, Vincenzo è a casa? A question which would mean... So, is Vincenzo at home? Sì, Vincenzo è a casa. Vincenzo is at home. So it's like a statement, but of course, by raising your voice at the end, then you can make it into a question. Vincenzo è a casa? Is Vincenzo at home? And let's see what Francesca or Giovanna said in response. 
No, Vincenzo non è qui. È uscito. No, this is pretty tricky if we look at it grammatically, but let's just look at it as a piece of vocabulary for, for now. Let's hear the first part. No, Vincenzo non è qui. Katie, what would that mean? I think that's no, Vincenzo is not here. Vin- Vincenzo is not here. Vincenzo non è qui. And then Francesca said... È uscito. È uscito. Now, the ito ending here is similar to the ato ending that we heard in o chiamato. Katie, what did o chiamato mean? I have called. I have called. So, if I tell you that the verb uscire means to go out, then any ideas as to what è uscito might mean? He has gone out. He has indeed gone out. Does è not mean he is rather than he has? So, is that a little like the French? Very well spotted there, Katie. Yeah, è means he is. And normally we would say he has done something. A chiamato, he has called. A mangiato, he has eaten. But when we're using the verb uscire and some other verbs, we use è, meaning literally he is gone out. It is like the French, we don't need to worry too much about it just now and I don't really want to say much more because it's perhaps a little too complicated for lesson 26 of our course. But stick in with your Coffee Break Italian and we'll teach you all you need to know. Okay, so then I went on and I said va bene, which means... Okay. And Giovanna then said... Puoi richiamare più tardi? Can we hear that again, Francesca, please? Sì. Puoi richiamare più tardi? Katie, do you remember what puoi means? You can? You can. Can you? Or can you, exactly. So it's followed by an infinitive, in this case, richiamare. So we know what happens when we put ri onto the beginning of a word. What would richiamare mean? To call back. To call back or to call again. Puoi richiamare più tardi? I'm not sure if we've done più tardi before. Can you work out what it might mean? It sounds a little like the French, so I'm going to guess later. Later, yes. Più tard or più tardi in Italian. So, puoi richiamare più tardi. Puoi ripetere, Katie? I'll try. Puoi richiamare più tardi? Can you call back later? And I said, certo, buona serata. Which would mean... Of course. Have a nice evening. Have a nice evening. Remember, buona serata, lovely phrase, have a nice evening. It's a little bit different from buona sera because the serata part refers more to the, the sort of duration of the evening. Sì. Okay, buona serata. Grazie anche a te. Buona giornata. Have a good day sì. rather than just buongiorno. Good day. Buona giornata. Have a good day. Okay. Fairly straightforward, our conversation. A few new things in there. Puoi richiamare più tardi. Can you call back later? And then that quite tricky part, è uscito. Now, just while we're talking about è uscito, it's maybe worth mentioning also if in a different situation, if someone were phoning Vincenzo looking for Giovanna and Giovanna had gone out, then Vincenzo wouldn't say è uscito. Francesca, what would Vincenzo say in that situation? È uscita. Because in this case, we're talking about a female, Giovanna, è uscita. That only happens when we're using that è uscita. È uscito for a male. 
Again, don't worry about it. It's just so that you recognize it. If someone were to say El Shita, then you're saying she has gone out. Okay? Tutto bene? Benissimo, sì. Sì, perfetto. Okay, I think it's time to move on to something a little different and that is where we're going to improve or increase the range of expressions that we have to talk about ourselves. The fact is, over these next few lessons, we're going to be increasing those phrases, those that area of vocabulary for talking about ourselves because when you're travelling in a, an Italian-speaking area, one of the main things that you have to do is get to know people and chat to people. So it's always useful to be able to say a little more about yourself. Katie, you already know how to say quite a lot about yourself. Per esempio, come ti chiami? Mi chiamo Katie. E dove abiti? Abito a Glasgow, in Scozia. E hai fratelli o sorelle? Sì, ho due fratelli. Come si chiamano? Si chiamano Fraser e Gregor. E parli molto bene l'italiano? No. Sto imparando l'italiano da nove mesi. Nove mesi. Brava, brava. Molto bene. But there are other things that it's useful to know how to say. For example, we might be wondering about uh, what you're doing here. Or indeed, someone might want to ask you about your age or the age of your children or the people that you're with or something like that. Obviously, we've got to be careful with ages. We don't want to be too rude and ask people their age if, if it's not appropriate. But nonetheless, it's useful to be able to talk about, for example, if my children are on holiday with me, someone asks, what age are your children? Let's start with that. Let's talk about age because age in Italian is a little different from in English. Francesca, non ti chiedo quanti anni hai, ma come si dice how old are you? Si dice quanti anni hai. So let's listen again to that. Quanti anni hai? Literally. That means how many years do you have? We already know I from the verb avere. So, Katie, let's imagine, keep it simple, let's imagine you are 10 years old. How do you say I am 10 years old, thinking about the fact that to ask the question is how many years do you have? Therefore, you'll be answering I have 10 years. O dieci anni. Perfetto. Ho dieci anni. Sì, molto bene. So, Katie, let's ask you the question. Quanti anni hai? Ho 24 anni. Perfetto. E tu, Mark, quanti anni hai? Ho <laughs> 43 anni. 43? Is that all? Yes, thank you very much. It is indeed all. Ho 43 anni. I have 43 years. So, how many years do you have? Quanti anni hai? But let's think about it. How would we say... Ah, what age is your son? Let's see if we can work that out. We'll give our listeners some time to think and Katie some time to think too. What age is your son? Let's think about this then. What age is your son would become how many years has your son? Katie? Quanti anni ha tuo figlio? Quanti anni ha tuo figlio? Okay, quanti anni ha tuo figlio? So, how many years has your son? How old is your son? And of course, how many years has your daughter? Or how old is your daughter would be? Quanti anni ha tua figlia? Quanti anni ha tua figlia? Molto bene. Quanti anni ha tua figlia? 
Now, there might be the situation that you could perhaps be buying a train ticket or something like that where you need to have a, a particular age in order to get a particular reduction, for example. So in that case, it would not be tuo figlio or tua figlia because the person speaking to you would be using a formal form. Now, think back to how a hotel receptionist might have asked you, can I have your passport? Katie, can you remember the word for your in a formal situation? Il suo passaporto. Molto bene. Il suo passaporto. And there we're talking about il suo passaporto. Remember then when it's a when it's a thing or when it's not a member of the family, then you're using the il or the la definite article too. So il suo passaporto or, for example, la sua carta di credito. But if we're talking about your son... How would we say, how old is your son, in that formal way? Quanti anni ha il suo figlio? Are you sure about il suo figlio? We're talking about a member oh, of the family here. Yep, uh, so suo figlio, quanti anni ha suo figlio? Quanti anni ha suo figlio? Or how old is your daughter? Quanti anni ha sua figlia? Sua figlia, benissimo. Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Here at Coffee Break Italian, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Vuoi fare un po' di pratica? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your Italian to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Or in Italiano, la pratica rende perfetti. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian. A presto allora! Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Okay, another situation may be that if you're making conversation with people, they may want to ask, have you got children? How do you say, have you? 
or do you have, Katie? I or a? I or a, yeah. Let's stick to the informal form here, okay? So, have you children? Do you have children? Do we know the word for children? Uh, Bambino, bambini? Bambini, yeah. So, bambini would be children in the plural. Bambino, bambina, bambini. Or bambine, si può dire, bambine. Sì. Bambine, bambine, bambine sì. if you're talking about lots of female children. But ai bambini, do you have children? Katie, question for you here. How would you say then, how old are they? Quanti anni hanno? Benissimo. Quanti anni hanno? Let's hear it again from Francesca. Quanti anni hanno? It's got a couple of double consonants in there. Quanti anni hanno? Quanti anni hanno? Okay, so how old are they? And if you wanted to say, my son is 14 and my daughter is 10. Go for it, Katie. Mio figlio ha 14 anni e mia figlia ha 10 anni. Mio figlio ha 14 anni e mia figlia ha 10 anni. Perfetto. Another area that is important when you're traveling in a foreign country is to be able to see why you're there. Perhaps you're on holiday, perhaps you're you're studying, perhaps you're working or perhaps you're just traveling through. And it's always useful to be able to say that. Now the question, why are you in Italy? Francesca would be Perché sei in Italia? Listen again. Perché sei in Italia? So, Katie, perché sei in Italia? Looking at those four words, perché, why, sei, that's from the verb. Essere. Essere, to be, so you are. Why you are in Italia, in Italy. Why are you in Italy? Let's think about some of the possible answers. Why are you in Italy? What might you say? Sono in vacanza. Sono in vacanza. I am on holiday. And if you were asked the question, perché siete qui in Italia? Why are you here in in Italy? But we're talking about siete there. What's happening there? You're talking to more than one person. Exactly. So if I were talking to you and your partner and I said, perché siete qui in Italia? How would you say we are on holiday? Siamo in vacanza. Siamo in vacanza. Okay, now you might want to say I am on holiday with my family. How do you say that? Sono in vacanza con la mia famiglia. Con la mia famiglia. Sono in vacanza con la mia famiglia. Sono in vacanza con la mia famiglia. Or perhaps, I am on holiday with my partner, with my boyfriend, Kitty. Sono in vacanza con il mio compagno. Con il mio compagno. Well done, you remembered it's il mio. He's not a blood relation, so you have to say il mio. Con il mio compagno. Sono in vacanza con il mio compagno. Or indeed with my girlfriend, Francesca, that would be... Sono in vacanza con la mia compagna. Okay, again, con la mia or con il mio for boyfriend, girlfriend, partner. But what about I am on holiday with my mother? 
Sono in vacanza con mia madre. Bene, sì, sono in vacanza con mia madre. Okay, what about if you're not on holiday? Perhaps you are working. I am working. Francesca, can you help us with this? Because we're going to be looking at a slightly different form here. I am working in Italy. Sto lavorando in Italia. Listen again. Sto lavorando in Italia. I really like this form because it's nice and easy to use. And we've heard it before. I think we heard sto cercando un giornale or something like that. I'm looking for a newspaper. Sto, I am doing something. And then the ando form of the verb. So in this case, lavorando from the verb lavorare to work. So I am working. Francesca is? Sto lavorando. Katie, how would you say I am speaking? Sto parlando. Molto bene. How would you say I am helping? Sto aiutando. Molto bene. How would you say I am eating? Sto mangiando. Molto bene. Okay, <laughs> so there. It's each time we just pre- replace the are at the end of the verb with ando. Sto mangiando. Sto comprando. Sto chiamando. I am calling. But here, sto lavorando in Italia. I am working in Italy. And it's worth pointing out here that when we say sto lavorando in Italia, it means it's almost like a temporary thing. I am working in Italy at the moment. If you wanted to say I work in Italy, then in that case you wouldn't say sto lavorando. You would just use the normal verb from lavorare, which becomes I work. Lavoro. Lavoro qui in Italia. Lavoro qui in Italia. So note the difference there. Lavoro qui in Italia. I work here in Italy versus sto lavorando qui in Italia. I am working here in Italy at the moment. Another thing you might want to say is that I am on a business trip. So we're going to use sono, I am here. And let's say I am in trip of business in strange Italianglish there. (laughs) Sono in viaggio d'affari. We've heard the word viaggio before, journey or trip. So I am on a business trip. Sono in viaggio d'affari. Sono in viaggio d'affari. Let's return to lavoro and lavorare for a moment because there's another expression, another sort of format you can use here and that would be I am here for work. How would we say that, Francesca? Sono qui per lavoro. Listen again. Sono qui per lavoro. Sono qui per lavoro. I am here for work. And we can actually use this construction in a number of situations. Let's try saying, for example, I am here for studies, studying. Sono qui per studio. Sono qui per studio. And another one which Francesca has quickly written down here and passed over to me, which is a lovely one. I am here for love. (laughs) Sono qui per amore. Sono qui per amore. And just a question, is that in order to find love or is it because we've already identified someone in particular? Usually you have already identified (laughs) and you have been identified by someone. (laughs) Sono qui per amore. I am here for love. Allora, 
siamo qui per aiutarvi con il vostro italiano. We are here to help you with your Italian, but time has run out for this episode. So that's where we're going to leave it today. Okay, uh, perhaps a little challenge for you this week would be answering the question Perché sei in Italia? Why are you in Italy? Or, perhaps if you're not in Italy, Perché vuoi andare in Italia? Why do you want to go to Italy? And we'll be delighted to read your answers to that on our social media channels. You can find out more about them by going to facebook.com forward slash coffeebreakitalian And of course, there there's lots more information about Coffee Break Italian and you can join the Coffee Break Italian learning community. And indeed, we're also on Twitter. See at Learn Italian. That is it for this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We hope you've enjoyed it. And as ever, we hope you've learned lots. Grazie molte e arrivederci. Ciao ragazzi. Alla prossima. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.